Welcome to G4, our waking nightmare in the SEO world. <laughs> so at time of recording, um, Google has not mandated this yet. It's not the only thing. Um, Universal Analytics is still working. However, as of July 1st, 2023, that will no longer be the case. So you really want to get on this immediately. So let's go through how to use G4. So first off, I have customized these settings here. You can see when you hover over it, you can change these. So it defaults to users across the board for some reason. We don't really care about users quite as much. We want sessions and page views. Now it is super frustrating that it rounds these up. I know it's really annoying, but we just have to kind of deal with that here. I'll show you where to see the specifics later. And then it's gonna to default to seven days. So you're gonna go down to preset ranges and then select 30 days so that you can get a 30 day snapshot. It will revert back to seven days all the time. It's super frustrating, but we gotta do what we gotta do. <laughs> Over here, we have users in the last 30 minutes. Now, the problem with this is it's very slow to update. So in Google Analytics, uh, the universal analytics version, when we wanted to test if our code was running, we could send test traffic. At time of recording, we can't do that with G4. So what you do is in an incognito window, you open up your site and then you wait a little bit. So I'm not gonna do incognito. Um, hoping it'll register, but I think because I'm logged in, it might not if I have that turned on properly. It can take up to five minutes for it to register you as a user. Uh, let me open an incognito. You guys aren't going to be able to see it, but I can open it on the back end. And we'll just give it a minute to run while I keep talking about other stuff. <laughs> so that's going to give you the real-time report of it. Um, it's going to take a few minutes. I don't know why it's so slow where Universal Analytics was much quicker to be like, okay, you're in, you get what you need, go for it. Like here's the, um, here's all your data of who's seeing your site and stuff. Interestingly as well, it takes 48 hours for this to update for all of your page views to be like set in stone concrete. So the numbers that you have might change. And I don't, doesn't make sense to me why that would be the case, but yeah, it is, it's the way it is. You'll also notice that your page views, users, and sessions are going to be different numbers than in Universal Analytics. That's because they are using a whole new method. Yeah, there I am. There I am in two places. Um, but there, it's going it uses a different method to check your analytics and to determine what a user, what a page view, what a session is. They've completely changed the algorithm. So it might be higher or lower. Typically I've seen people have it higher um, at first and then it starts to kind of even out. It might be a small bit lower. It should not be a significant statistical difference. Um, if it is, especially from users, users should be pretty close to the right number or the same number, otherwise something might be up. Now the cool thing with this is that we're gonna get uh, a little bit of information here that looks different, but it's very similar to what we had before. So we have users by country, and then this over here, the views by page title and screen, I know it's a different name, but this is where you're gonna find your top pages. So what page views are things getting in the last period? Again, 30 days or whatever, if you click in, it'll take you actually to, uh, my internet's being a bit slow, there we go, to the page where it shows all of them. It looks different, I don't really know why they decided we needed a graph of it or why, I don't know, what's happening over here with the screen class thing, doesn't matter. What we care more about is down here where we get to see, okay, what pages are getting what number of views? Because that's where we do things like in our content audit, checking what needs to be up to what needs to be gotten rid of. 
you're also going to get a bunch of other stuff about users, views per user, engagement time, and, and all that stuff. That's great. Um, same as what we had before. Event count is the different thing. So events are brand new. They're technically made for e-commerce. So basically they're anytime anyone does anything on your page. So if they click on something, whether or not it's to a new post on your site, um, I think it like registers even um, like scrolling into certain cases. It's been kind of confusing as to like what counts as an event, but basically it's anytime they do anything on your screen. And so we are not judging things based on the event count, but someone in e-commerce with like a store, they would need to do that more like, okay, how many pages deep do people go? What point of the sales page makes someone buy? Like that's why that exists. That's what people want to track there. We don't need that. So you can kind of ignore that to be honest, conversions and total revenue, again, e-commerce, not for us. So we're going to go back to the home area. I do find as well that the search function is way better here than it was before. So you can now search to get you to, like to give you help. If you're like, okay, that's how I first found the pages and screens is I was like, okay, uh, views per page. And then it took me to that report. So if you're struggling to find a report, a really easy solution is just try searching it up here and it will recommend something. So if I say, uh, yeah, here I did page views per page by location and it took me to pages and screens so that then I could go there and then I could filter by location. Uh, da, da, da. So then we also have like where people are coming from, just like we saw before. I saw a lot of people saying that like it wasn't doing that anymore. It definitely is doing that. Like here we can see organic search, direct organic social. Now you're not gonna get with uh, the social functions like a breakdown of them the same way anymore. So I guess that's the difference. However, you can do a bunch of different like dimension tests um, to see where things came from, to see different devices, things like that. I believe there was one for, yeah, traffic source. Here in traffic source, you can come here and find, um, in, I think it's, let me double check, but I think it was source. Yeah, so under first traffic, first user source, you can come in here and then you can just select whatever the thing is. So for me, it's gonna be like Google's my biggest one, then direct, then all these other ones. Um, it's gonna include places that have linked to you. So you do have to like select a bunch of them if there's like a bunch of Facebook, but if you type Facebook, it'll like show you just all of them. So you can just select them really easily. And then there you go. So then you can still like filter then. So let's just put these in. I don't know if I'm gonna really have any. I don't really share this on Facebook, but let's see. There we go. So I have 69 views from social media, from Facebook specifically. Now I could compare it to other things. I could, there's tons of like, just like in, um, what's it called? In Universal Analytics, you can add a new condition and then like compare or combine them as well. So, and it's gonna include this. Exclude doesn't have this thing. Very easy. Uh, da, da, da. And then this is where you'd add the new comparison. Sorry to be clear. Then um, you can share reports just like we could before. So sharing a link or a file. I like that you can send a link and you don't have to like necessarily export it, which is good. The insights have been pretty okay. I don't find them amazing, but basically it's kind of like kind of like when uh, like Bard or something gives you like suggested things you might search for because you want to know about it. It does that essentially. So it pre-populates questions that you might have and then gives you information based on um, their artificial intelligence. So for example, saying like, what countries do people come from? Just that way you don't have to like find the, I guess the chart itself. I don't know, I just go to the chart usually. And yeah, 
Then up here, you can also compare if you want to compare something like users to something else. Um, over here, we have the date as usual. Again, you can compare to other periods. Um, I like this one too, where it's like comparing it to last year. We won't really be able to do that yet in a helpful way, just because we probably haven't had it for a year. <laughs> so if you're brand new to it, then you're not going to have that historic data to compare it to. But once you've had it for a while, that will be very possible. Okay, now we're going to go through these one by one. Uh, da, 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 I think I got everything there. Yeah, okay. So we got the home page covered. Um, I do recommend changing it to have sessions and views, whatever order you want. Just having views somewhere so you have an idea of what your views are. If you're going for Mediavine, knowing your sessions will be important. Okay, back to reports. So now we have the report snapshot, which is a, kind of like a mini version of that homepage area. It, sometimes to me, I'm just like, why do they have two of it? But I don't know, whatever. Um, so basically you can see we're getting similar data to before. Here we're getting like trends of users of how, like what our traffic is day on day and how it's growing or whatever. Um, just like in, uh, what's it called? Universal Analytics. I always want to call it like GA, but it's UA. <laughs> and then my brain goes crazy. We can see are more people sticking around than they were before or are more people not sticking around <laughs> basically. Um, and so it tracks like, okay, from before, are they still here? I don't really follow that one very much to be honest. Definitely think page title and screen class matters most. I do think it's interesting that they've changed it to title, not to the actual URL. And I wonder if that's because people didn't know what post it was. <laughs> um, I'm not sure, I guess like it does kind of make sense because sometimes people do name pages weird things like just to differentiate them or something. However, to me, I'm like, what if you have like eight landing pages named the same thing, but they're for different, like there's for Facebook ads, they're for this, they're for that. To me, I use the URL to differentiate, not the name. So can't speak to it, but good to see, interesting to see. Um, over here, you get like the different event counts. So you can see page view, session start, first visit, user engagement, um, and those numbers correlate to up here to some extent. And then yeah, conversions, top selling products. I don't have those because like I'm not, that's not what my site is. So I just ignore those things and don't use them. Now for over here, once it loads and I remind myself what it is because I'm still new to this too. Um, we have acquisition overview. So this is where people are coming from again. So it's uh, for new users and then for total sessions. So when they first get here, how are they getting here? I think that's very important to know because um, just knowing like page views overall, if you don't know where they came from, not super helpful. But then for sessions, you can see who is like, like how many sessions are those people having? So like, for example, if less people came from social, but they had the most sessions, you would do more to get more people from social. Now, for me, it's always been organic search. That's kind of my biggest thing always. So I'm just going to keep focusing on that because also it has the highest payoff in sessions, even when you compare like the ratio of it compared to other things. Although direct is decently close, but like I can't, I mean, direct is people just know what it is. So I can't really optimize for that. Uh, and then this is for Google ads. I don't do Google ads, so don't need it. <laughs> And then user acquisition here, we just get like that more um, in-depth view of it. So we're getting more about, okay, I, I do like that you can break down the engagement time by where they're coming from, number of sessions. Um, I don't really know what engagement rate means to be honest. Uh, percentage of engaged sessions. What is engaged sessions then? 
Oh, for longer than, oh, okay, okay, sorry. So engagement rate is like basically, sorry, I, as I said, this is new to me. So it's basically making sure people moved on to more of your site. So I guess it's kind of a bounce rate sort of thing. I don't know why they wouldn't just call it that, but whatever. Then we have traffic acquisition. So um, more about like, it's that session one where this one, where users was about new users. This is about session count. And over to engagement overview. So this is gonna be kind of more like where we usually spent time in um, universal analytics. So here we can see like what pages people were on. So I still have my eight brewery tours open on the side and I have the homepage open here and I think it's registering both of those things. Um, here as well, it's like, so average engagement time, sessions per user is like, I don't know why it isn't pages per user still, but whatever. Um, average engagement time, that would be like session duration that we used to have. And then here, here's where you're gonna see views finally. And then we have event count. Uh, da, da, da. And so event count type of event, like what, what are people doing? You can create custom events. I haven't really gone into that yet. I don't think you 100% need to do it. View pages and screens, user activity over time. So user activity, again, just um, how many people are there and what they're doing. Um, and then stickiness is like basically bounce rate. So instead of counting how many people leave, now they count how many people stay, which is probably better to be honest. But um, yeah, they, they didn't explain any of this. They have like no documents helpfully on this. So here we have the specific event. So this is where you can like sort through page views sessions. And this is where you're finally gonna get to see the exact numbers. So it's super frustrating that we don't get to see it anywhere else, but under events is where you're gonna get the exact numbers and it's just really nice. And then here you can see where those total event numbers are coming from. So it's coming from users doing stuff, like clicking or whatever, uh, users first entering. So that's gonna be like doing, yeah, arriving at your site. So, um, and then sessions are gonna be sessions, page views, page views. So it combines all of them and that's why like we're not working off event count we're still just going to work off of page views and probably sessions to some extent um, and if i clicked into page views my internet will agree with us for a minute here we go um, now you're going to get some more information again very similar to um, the pages and screen so we're getting the title of it we're getting the it's like it oddly like defaults to comparing, which is interesting. Um, but essentially it is, I believe comparing page views or is this time on page? Include event name, engagement, and, oh, so it's, sorry, it's including um, users. So which pages had more or less users than the month before? Same for time on page. Uh, I think that was it on this page. Yeah, and then, oh, by country as well. So I know everyone was like freaking out about us not having data on people. We still know what countries they're in. So it's still like, that. that's good. We know that. <laughs> uh, conversions, we won't have anything unless you have ads or e-commerce. And then pages and screens is what also matters. So pages and screens here is going to be your pages and their page views. And we really wanna know page views to know, okay, are things performing well? Are things losing page views? Are they gaining page views? And so you can do that up here by adding a comparison um, of like, if you wanted to, or sorry, pardon me. You can compare it to other things if you want to up here. So you could um, compare the rates of, I don't really do comparisons for this stuff. 
but I guess if you wanted to compare like overall all users to people from a specific place for how much of your traffic is coming from one spot, uh, let's just close that. Sorry, I was gonna say you can filter. <laughs> Um, and this is where you can filter to be like, okay, I only want people who are from a certain country and uh, that's going to help you if you want to like try and up your U.S. traffic. If you know where people are coming from from the U.S., that will help. So you can see this site's very Canadian. Obviously, it's about our capital city, so not that many people. Now, I can also up here select uh, certain periods as usual. We usually want 30 days. But then you can also compare. And what I really like is like it defaults to preceding period, but you have the option of same period from last year. So before I would have had to like click back to find that, but now it's like, nope, I got you. Don't worry, I will put it in. Um, and I think that's a really helpful thing. Now, um, you also have same period last year where it's like not gonna necessarily match the specific day. So it's gonna look for the number. So if it's like, okay, this one I believe is the 9th to the 7th. And you could see when I hit same period last year, it it's uh, 10 to eight because it's specifically going for the date, like the, the day of the week that I've chosen as well as the date. But if I'm like, nope, I want the 9th to 7th again, then you would just select uh, preceding and same period. And so then from that, I can see, okay, uh, once it loads, there we go. So then I can see have things gained, have things lost. Now I didn't have this turned on last year, so um, everything looks really, really good. I, I did so well in that year. Um, actually, I don't even think this site existed before like mid-June last year anyway. So yeah, th there's not nothing there to go off of. So instead, let's do a seven-day period and let's do preceding period. Just that way we actually have data to work with. Okay, so here you're going to be able to see, and I think this is better than um, Universal Analytics to some extent, because I like that it has like this little like drop up here to make it pretty clear to you overall what's happening. Um, but as usual, you got to go in and check things. So this is going to be the current period, and then this will be the older period. And then it tells us what percentage the drop is if there's a drop. So users to page views, I care more about page views than users. So I have the same page views, but less users by two. Uh, that's fine by me. I don't mind that. Um, but if I keep going, I could find something that maybe has a much more significant issue. This one here has a 15.63% change and it's my homepage. So again, I probably wouldn't really do much about it. But if it's a specific post, that's going to really matter to me. Like this language guide that is evergreen. That is not a specific like holiday or time of year. Why is it lost that? Now I can go and investigate that and uh, do a content audit, go into GSC and investigate more. Then we're gonna go to landing page. And so now landing pages are basically like, you're gonna be like, well, it's all the same pages. Oh, I need to turn off the comparison, sorry. Cause that's gonna distract me. So you're gonna be like, oh, well, it's the same as pages. No, cause it's first entry point. So a landing page is the first way someone gets to your site. And so for us here, I want to know who's getting to my site first because just because something's really popular doesn't mean it was where people arrived from. So if all of your posts link to some like epic freebie or something and you have the sales page um, or like landing page, I guess, on your site, that landing page might have, or oh, it's going to be confusing because it's landing page. We're going to call it sales page. That sales page might have the most page views, but if it's not where people came from and got to your site, not as helpful. So here, for example, I'm like, okay, my best restaurants post seems to be doing really well. So then I can be like, okay, 
if that's an entry point, how can I move people through my site with it? And that's going to be important if that post doesn't have a related post section, if it doesn't have internal links, if, yeah, you just haven't really optimized it well for people to continue through your site. You can also, again, add a filter. So you could make this just, um, pardon me, lost my train of thought there, just um, uh, Google data or just like any SEO. So that's where you would add like DuckDuckGo and Bing and things like that and Yahoo. Um, then I haven't said the word Yahoo out loud in so long. That's felt really weird to say. And then you can see, okay, what are the top search pages that people are coming from? What can I do to fix those and make them like either improve page view, but also from those direct people to things on my site that matter to me. Now, monetization is basically all about e-commerce stuff that we just don't need as bloggers unless you're doing e-commerce stuff on your site. So I'm going to skip it because, as you can see, I have nothing happening there. And then retention are returning users. So this is where you can go like, okay, are people new? Are they old? What am I doing to keep people? Um, I don't look at this too, too much, to be honest. It's just not something that I prioritize. Um, probably should add it to something I care a bit more about. But because I use, um, because I mostly go through my email list and search at this point for my other bigger sites, retention's pretty high. For this one, I just use search. And so because of that, like I have an email opt-in and I, or I don't think it's an opt-in. I think I just have like an email list form somewhere that's like sign up. And I get people from that, but I don't do anything with them. So I do think people sometimes kind of forget the site, um, but that's okay. So this is helpful information, but not something I pay too much attention to, but it helps you know, okay, how many new users did I have at a period? How many returning? Um, it's very common with SEO to have a lot more new users than to have old users, and that's okay. Uh, then down here we have user attributes. So this is where you're going to find out information about your users. Where did they come from? The little bit of information we get now. So we don't get um, all of the information that we used to. We're not getting their other interests. As you could see, something's happened here where it's not uh, adding age or gender or interests um, because I haven't really done anything to collect that data. I don't generally care for this site, to be honest. Um, it doesn't really matter to me. And for my other sites, I know my audience really well already, so I feel confident in it. Um, this is something that you could work on. I don't really, I don't have any specialty in that, so I would love to learn more about it. If you have resources on it, please direct me to them. But not something that, yeah, I really go into. And it looks like it does have something about like having a certain amount of data. Um, for it to aggregate. So I'm not really sure where that comes from. Very new to me. But here we have per country, as you can tell, it's a very Canadian heavy site. So a lot of Canadians out there. Um, you also still get people by city. Obviously people in Ottawa want to know more about things to do near them. And then Toronto and Montreal are very close. So people come over pretty often. So that's very expected for me to be like, okay, where are people coming from? You can also do new and returning users. So you can see like, okay, where are all my returning users coming from and try to target that a bit more to get people to come back. Uh, da, 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 then we have demographic details, which is just the country is a bit bigger, which is helpful. But um, mostly for this, I would look at the number of users per country or even sessions, doesn't matter much which one, um, just to know where are people coming from. But I think it is also helpful to know like how much are they 
continuing to click through your site? How much are they doing more stuff on your site? Um, and then seeing which countries seem to care the most and which ones are leaving the most to try and help them, especially for your top couple people. Like for me, I would focus mostly on Canada and the US and they're pretty even, which feels comfortable. I don't really know what a good engagement rate is yet. Um, I don't think people have really talked about it a ton because it is such a new piece of data for us. Uh, but I'd be interested to hear what other people have been seeing on their own sites and learn more about kind of what averages are. Now for tech, we're going to get what operating systems, how many people are on mobile or desktop, um, all the browsers, all of that stuff that we used to get before. This is interesting though, the resolution one. I don't remember ever seeing this in Universal Analytics, but maybe I just ignored it. Um, but I think this is kind of cool to know, okay, for both for image sizes and also just for like how much you care about how things look, like knowing what size screen people are on is very helpful to know, okay, is it a small mobile? Um, if all your images are 5,000 pixels, you don't need that with these resolutions. Um, it's just not real, like especially if everyone on your site is on mobile, on like something tiny, 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 it just doesn't help you. And then yeah, I don't have any apps, so that doesn't matter to me. And then tech details again is gonna be browsers. And I believe that was the majority of this. Um, I don't really go into these funnels, but essentially what these do is that you can um, create a report where it's like, and I like the path one if I'm gonna do one, like that's what I used to do on analytics sometimes, is I would do like a path. Like, okay, someone came to me from this post, where did they go from that post? What was their journey through the site? And it will actually track that for you, but you do have to set that up and that's not something I'm gonna go into here. Um, I just don't think it massively helps us in this case. And then we don't have advertising, at least I don't on this site. So not something that, uh, yeah, I do with this site. And that is G4. So I think it's like still a bit mystifying to people. It's not, as terrible, I think, as some people make it out to be. I think everything's just named very differently. Um, definitely, it is semi-frustrating that things are in different spots. I don't like that it like rounds up views as well, like because it was like fourteen and a half thousand. Fifteen thousand views is different than fourteen and a half thousand views. Um, and I would almost rather that they rounded down for it or something. I don't know why they do this. I've tried like expanding my screen to see if it was a screen issue, but they just, yeah, for some reason they really like shortening it, and it bothers me. So that's basically that. Um, yeah, and then I really do recommend trying out typing in searches up here because it does actually search pretty well comparatively to what it used to. And I've had good results of like, that's how I found a lot of this stuff where I was like, okay, where the heck do I see um, just how many page views I have, like the actual number. And that's how I found that. So I hope this helps. Um, it is by no means, the most advanced version of G4. I just don't think we need to get super, super advanced. This gives me the reports I need to do content audits, to track page views, to track user location, and to compare my data from past previous periods so I know like what's been happening, what's happening now. And that's really what I care the most about. So I will be interested to see how people start creating custom reports with it. I never really did a ton of custom reports in universal analytics anyway. So I think I'm just not that person because I do pull everything into spreadsheets more often. Um, but yeah, I hope this helps demystify it a bit and make it not so uh, panic inducing because <laughs> it doesn't need to be. Um, 
yes now if you haven't installed it yet you definitely need to install it and do put that code on your site um, there is a way to do it into the tag but you can also now uh, rank math integrates with it and it's very easy to set it up with rank math so i have it set up that way now and then i just put my um, universal analytic code manually into the css so hope that helps <laughs>